Did I like the raw good? No. No, I think you're good. I actually didn't even look. I just said, no, I think you're good. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> this episode comes out three days after Halloween, but here well, we are. Because... Point the microphone more at your face. See how it's pointing. We do not want to think about. You Unless got- you talk out of your forehead, can you tilt the microphone down a little? <laughs> if anything, I talk out of my ass. I should have it by That's my true. butt. Point it way uh, down. Well, I think we should just really keep the people on track of a happier time because this episode does not come out on a good day. Oh, uh, this episode comes out on election day. You're going to be in Missouri. I'll be in. Yep. I'm flying out Monday. Um, Going to fly in. I'll land in Columbia, Missouri. They wouldn't send me an absentee ballot. Assholes. So I land in Columbia, Missouri on Monday afternoon. And then Tuesday morning, I'm going to go vote. And Tuesday afternoon, I'm going to fly back to New York. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Um, Yeah, I'm hoping that Alex will invite me over or i'm gonna invite myself over because just invite you just show up but i'll tell him to invite you over i don't have to work the next day so i'm gonna stay up and i'm drinking one way or the other yeah or smoking copious amounts of weed i'm gonna probably wear sweatpants again (laughs) i don't even think those are sweatpants um there's those are like fancy sweatpants those are like comfy pants this is a liz claiborne athleisure Oh, like, excuse me. Yeah, when the the velour outfits were in, like in two thousand and five. Yeah, I don't know. This is vintage, but I bought it, and I was like, you know what? Yellow. I'm just gonna look like I'm wearing fucking lounge gear. Are we calling two thousand five vintage now? I um, guess it was fifteen yeah. years ago. Huh? Fuck, it was. That's crazy. That's insane. Better not bear that shirt, boo. That's what I'm saying. I just got ash on it. Brand new t-shirt. That's why I don't wear white. That's the only color I like to wear for a t-shirt. Really? I mean, well, yeah, I know this. I prefer to wear just a white tee, but every now and then, you know. But then, like, you wear basic white tee, so that's replaceable. Like, yeah, this is not. This is this was like is a fucking forty dollar white tee. It cost fifty dollars, well, right? I mean, it had, well, I think it was forty five after shipping. I mean, yeah, my it's, hoodie it's from them was eighty dollars. Oh, really? Yeah, what with hoodie? shipping. What what hoodie did you get? Well, the sweatshirt, the the one with the um, Mickey Mouse mooning, saying New York City. Oh, that okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that says Paradise on mm-hmm. it. Okay. Um, so I moved this week, guys. Tony was a very nice young gentleman and helped me, <laughs> and I picked the rainiest day. Yeah. How do you feel? I still fucking hurt. I'm still, I was telling my dad about helping you move. (laughs) And we were just kind of chuckling because I was like, I told her pops, I was like, when I get there, like when we get, we're going to pick up the U-Haul, we're going to get there and you're going to have everything packed (laughs) and we're going to go. And it's just going to be load in, load out, load in, load out. And then we'll be done. And when you got, for starters, you you told me to be there at 11, and you got there at 11, 12. Oh, we keep in tabs. Yeah. I, well, it, well, it was freezing and raining, and they wouldn't let me inside because of COVID. So I was standing outside with that shitty little umbrella just waiting for you to show up. And I was like, God damn it. And then when you were like, we got to go to U-Haul. Like, well, we got to go to Home Depot. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm a little drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Home Depot. And I was like, what do we got to go to Home Depot for? And you're like, I need to get bins. And I go, what do you need to get bins for? And you're like... 
to put my stuff in. And I go, I thought you were packed. And you said, I am packed. I go, if you were fucking packed, you would have already had the bins and packed them. <laughs> I like how you looked around for the answer. Anyway, honestly, though, like, that wasn't a bad moving experience for me. I, it, hats off to you. You did the bulk of the of the the moving back and forth in and out of the U-Haul, and I just watched it. Other than the heavy <laughs> heavy items, and I drove it. So, yeah, because I I could not be driving that thing. I would have gotten in five car accidents. Yeah, just pulling out. Just pulling out. <laughs> um. So you're not sore because I. I'm sore because I started my gym routine again. So like my chest really hurts uh, yesterday and today and my back is starting to hurt right now after yesterday, but I'm not sore from helping. Well, maybe I am. I don't know. Um, Maybe some of my soreness comes from helping you move, but I felt like a zombie yesterday, man. My shoulders hurt a little bit. I didn't really work shoulders, but I was carrying those cinder blocks. So that might've been part of it. That was, that was chest and arms day for you. You're welcome fucking it was more, more shoulders because i grabbed one in each hand and kind of just like shrugged my shoulders up and carried them so. okay well i have 16 more at the house don't need that <laughs> they need to come out oh man i don't know if i'm gonna remove them out but so i'm gonna blame this on your dad that i wasn't packed because i we would you're gonna blame it on steve i'm gonna blame my steve stefan stefan the og yeah i'm gonna Daddy blame it on him because if he came out I would have had a few more things over. <laughs> right? Wouldn't we have just done it all? No. Okay. I was still planning on living there. So that second hall would have been what we would have done. <laughs> all right. Right on. Right on. <sighs> and at that time, then I would have learned, because I would have got lectured from Steve, that I needed to have it pre-packed. And I'm like, but what oh, does that mean? Oh, so you needed the lecture from him, not the lecture. Because I said the same thing he said to me when I was young. You tell him, you're going to be packed when I get there. Because uh-huh. see, here's the thing. When you're a guy who has a truck, mm-hmm. everyone asks you to help them move. So uh-huh. I, I had a truck for a long period of my life. My dad's always had a truck. And I remember my dad at a young age telling me, I would just tell my buddies, okay, I'm down to help you move, but this is how it's going to work. I'm going to show up. You're going to be fully packed. I'm going to help you load everything out of your house into the truck, drive the truck, help you load everything out of the truck into your house. I'm not packing. I'm not unpacking. And if I show up and they're not packed, I tell them, hey, call me when you're fully packed and ready to start loading the truck. I think I was fully packed. You were not. Yes, I was. Oh. Full, no, fully packed would have not involved going to fucking Home Depot to buy bins to load up so you could take hauls of shit, unload the bin, then go back. Packing the bin? Packing the bin? The the, the key word there is packing. <laughs> Either way, honestly, it was you were like one of the easiest people I've oh, ever helped okay. move. So I'm not complaining. And, you know, I got got some food out of it. So it's good. And some good laughs, some good hangs. Some good laughs, good hangs. It was a good time. Some good advice. Um, so, but we were talking and I was like, do you think this is a female versus male difference? No, I mean, yes and no. I don't know. Well, 
It's also, it would have been really hard for me to go get those bins. How was I going to get the bins? So, like I said, my dad gave me that advice uh-huh. as a kid, right? And as I got older and people started asking me to help them move because they knew I had a truck, I would show up to people's houses and then I'd be in there helping them throw stuff into boxes and like whatever, yada, yada, yada. And so finally I took his advice on it. And I've had a few people where I've shown up, you know, with a truck and they're asking me to help them pack. And I say, yo, you ain't ready yet. <laughs> like how you're putting your hand out and you're mimicking it. Because it's true. I put my hand out and say, yo, you ain't ready yet. Restrict the yodo. I'm, I'm going to go. Uh-huh. When you are ready to start loading the truck, call me and I'll be back. And people get so mad at you about it. They get so mad. And it's like, what are you mad for? I told you how this was going to work and you didn't you didn't bother to listen to what I was saying. So, I mean. Do you I, notice that it was always females or both? I feel like I've mostly helped males move in my life. Oh. So, I mean, I don't think it's a female male thing. Okay. But. When you talk about this, it mm-hmm. seems that males are always in the same brainwave that I'm in. Uh-huh. And it feels that females are more in the brainwave that you are, which is you had consolidated. Oh, this is how it worked. <laughs> you had consolidated all of your stuff down to Ikea bags, <laughs> tote bags. Everything was in bags, uh-huh. but it wasn't like easily movable. I would have you know? moved it that way. Yeah, that would have not loaded in a U-Haul very well. And that's why you need boxes or the tote bins like you got. Um, but the thing is, is it wasn't fully packed. Because if it was fully packed, you would have already acquired the tote bins or the boxes. And they would have been ready to go. And I would have shown up and started dragging shit out. Also, can we just talk about this? the frame, the, the big <laughs> frame you had in your room? That you were like the bed frame, just so people aren't. It's not even a bed frame. It was like what three posts I that went to the wall. Built like the skeleton of a room, right in the middle, because I have a studio. My and, favorite part yeah. though was you. You were like, okay, measure that, because when we get to my place, I want to see if I could use this same like frame out on the patio for something else. And when we got to your place, and I looked at the patio, I go, what wall are you trying to put it against? <laughs> and you pointed, and I go. Maureen, your frame is bigger than that. You're like, just go measure it. I go and measure it, and it's obviously much bigger. And I'm like, I can fucking see over where you want to put it. And I can't see over the frame that you built around your bed. So, uh, anyway. How was that your favorite thing? It was just hilarious to me because it was like, all you had to do was use your eyes. It was a visible height difference. I was mush. Yeah, okay. But... I no the thing is only I would not have gotten those tote bins if it wasn't raining. I would have just carried it all out in the IKEA bags. That would have taken forever. And here's the thing. If those tote bins were for the starters, devil. If we would have if if I had been there to um orchestrate the entire move and mm-hmm. had like seen everything and knew what we were dealing with, we could have moved your entire apartment in one move. We okay, didn't this need is to do what two trips. I'm suggesting for you as a side hustle. Nope. Tony's <laughs> Tony's moving service. Nope. Maybe about- Tony's moving consulting service. Ooh. Where I don't actually have to do anything. I can just show up and be like, this is how much you need. This is everything. This is the size truck you need. That's going to be the quickest way. So to is it. it essentially what you did with me on Thursday? <laughs> sort of. Yeah, I guess so. Nope. Nope. Maureen, that's that. No, but I, I know you actually would have gotten a patient and helped me and you were willing to. It's more that 
I just needed somebody to drive a car for me. I wasn't going to exploit my friend and use their time when all I needed them to do. I mean, you still technically used my time, but it's fine. And you know, I'm just lonely, Tony. I just want a friend. To hang I had fun. I'm not complaining <laughs> about it. It wasn't a bad experience for me. I was, I literally, I've told this, I told the story about all of it to Alex and to my dad. Uh-huh. And like, it's just nothing but laughs, did, you know? Um, did Alex tell you? I gave him the wrong address. No, he didn't. But he did tell me that he showed up and you like met him at the stoop and he was like, let me in to see your place. And you were like, oh, okay. I'm embarrassed of it. I don't like it. <laughs> I, I think... I'm so indecisive about places. I understand. I think, though, knowing you, I think you'll make it cute and very livable, and it'll be very nice. So I'm, I have no doubt that it's going to be awesome once you get it all set up. I just there's so much work in it there's so much work in it to bring it up to the standards that I want to there's so much work in it I'm just like what the fuck was I thinking yeah I like a project I like wasting money so why not waste it on this I guess so um but yeah I I appreciate that I don't know I I'm also looking at apartments again I kind of feel like a cheating woman like you know like I just signed this lease let me look into (laughs) what other naughty little fucking younger (laughs) priced apartments there are younger priced oh geez what other things do you think that maybe men and female have different perspectives on in general or in regards to moving in regards to like things that you've come across literally almost everything in life really yeah so you know how i have that Parisian or the French Dutch boyfriend. I briefly told you about him. Maybe, yeah. Um, a he got upset. So we've been talking. Well, we always talk. This but was the guy from Paris, but he's living in Amsterdam. I think he was raised. He's not from Paris. Or he's from France, but he's yeah. living in Amsterdam. He's living in Amsterdam, but he yeah. lived in Australia before. I told you about him. Yeah, and I, you asked if he was my type, and I, or like. Oh, I asked if he was a dirty boy, a DB. Oh yeah, you asked yeah. if he was a dirty boy, and I said no. Okay. Um. Yes. Good memory. Way to trigger that, Tony. Yeah. Um. I'm on top of it today. And he was like, "Did you ever talk to me about me on your podcast?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." And I did in one episode where I was talking about being a phono sex operation operator, and I was just talking. All about- I heard was phono sex operation. <laughs> But, but I know you meant phone sex operator. Yeah, the phone sex operator episode. I think I just like married all three of those words together when I said that to you. Anyway, continue. Um, He's like, it was only a second that you talked about me. I was like, what do you want me to say? Like, Yeah, I mean, we need more from you, man, if you want to yeah, be featured like, on the podcast yeah, more. I need. I have I've seen more. I've seen a lot. We I mean, okay. All right. Anyway, so anyways, he sent me an article. Yeah. And it was about Oh yes, this is good. This is good. This is so good. Thanks. Thanks, Boo. Um, okay, so this article is about how it's a Portuguese article and it's about how Portuguese. Portuguese about how men don't wipe their butt because there's like a series of men that don't write, wipe their butt because they think it's too gay. Yeah, I've heard about that. I've never heard about this. He yeah, asked me about this. That was like big on Twitter. And I, 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 the reason I caught on to it was people making fun of it on Twitter. And I feel like 
Have you ever seen like the, I don't know, what would you call it a meme format or something where someone retweets something and they're like, fellas, is it gay to underscore, you know, whatever it is. But I feel like that started out of fellas, is it gay to wipe your ass? Oh. You know, but anytime someone says something is like feminine or like um, homoerotic or whatever, it always gets quote retweeted and someone's like, fellas, is it gay to, you know, fucking Stick whatever. A thumb up my butt. Well, yeah. Normally well, it's, it's gay. normally it's something more like someone saying like, you'll never catch me. I don't know. Let me think off the top of my head. You never catch me drawing. That's a feminine trait or something stupid like that. Oh, so you know, basically fellas, is what it, our culture is now. Yeah. Yeah. Fellas, is it gay to draw or something stupid like that? I told him it was, um, I said, I've never come across that. I never heard of that. I said, it must be a European thing, bro. No, that was like a big joke on the internet for oh, a minute. Cause what I, I told him, I said, the thing I come across is men don't like to brush their teeth. Really? Yeah. A lot of men don't like to brush their teeth. Ever? Like. Okay, because here's the thing. I've I've got a thing. Uh-huh. No, no, no. We, you know, in this, uh, if I stay over a girl's house. Uh-huh. And like, obviously, I'm staying over there. I'm not expecting that I'm going to brush my teeth unless she magically has like an extra, toothbrush. you know, new toothbrush yeah. or something. But like. If I'm staying, like, I, you know, you end up back at a girl's place and she starts, you know, you start getting into it. And then it's like you make your way to the bed. Like, if if you come back to my place with me, at some point in that night, I'm going to be like, I need to brush my teeth real quick. And especially in my bachelor days, I used to have a bunch of, uh, well, I guess I'm still a bachelor. But, and I guess I still have, so never mind. But, I, you know, I buy like a couple, when I buy a new toothbrush, I buy like three new toothbrushes. And then if like someone stays over, I'm like, oh, you're so nice. You're I'm like, little... do you want? It's not even a nice thing. I just don't want to kiss someone's nasty ass mouth, <laughs> especially in the morning. Do you remember those slips? Those like portable little toothbrushes. Do you remember the one that like the one that you put over your finger? Yeah. Yeah, and you could just like quickly like they sold them in gas stations. That was a genius. Okay, thing. one minute. Why didn't they totally pitch this towards a one night stand? Yeah, I don't think they had good marketing at the time. I would have totally gone the sexy route with that, right? Like, one night stand, bring a swip. Yeah. Oh, like, pull out your condom and your swip together. Got to be protected on both ends. Honestly, if Trojan made, like, disposable, like, one-time use, uh, like, finger toothbrushes or something, they could probably just bundle them together in a package. They could do a condom, both minty, because, you know, both give a sensation. (laughs) Oh, and that's beneficial, too. Oh, you know what would also help is that I, if they have, like, the dental on it, and so then you just give a blowjob and putting the condom on, and you're brushing your teeth, and... Okay, you're you're really trying to engineer something too much. You know what I've never understood, though, just, you know, now that we're on it? What is the point of a flavored condom? Have you ever sucked a dick with a condom on it? Well, technically, they would say that we should like for I know te- I know technically we should, but outside of um, uh, sex workers, has anyone ever sucked a dick with a condom on? I think I probably tried. Really? Just because, like, you should. So I've tried a flavored condom. I think. Okay, you think you don't know? I've done a lot of things back in my day. You know. Okay. <laughs> I had a I had a little. Let me ask you this: uh-huh. In the last seven years you've lived in New York, have you sucked a dick with a condom on it? Nah. Okay. So that's all I needed to know. I would so have been like. So then, really, what's the point of the flavored condom? Because you see them everywhere. I have a banana one right now. Ew. 
those things that was like in an art thing. The last thing I want to suck on is like a latex, <laughs> a, fla- a banana flavored latex thing. Um, that don't <laughs> banana flavoring, like not like strawberry or cherry or like a j- grape, you know, like a flavor that it's like, it, like banana. I'm trying. You are like really disturbed by this banana flavor. Because I don't think banana flavored most anything is good. Yeah. Things made from bananas are good, but like artificial banana flavoring. What do you think would be the worst flavor condom for out of fruit? Probably a banana. No. mm -mm, mm -mm. What are you going with? Like lemon. I would take, I would suck a lemon flavored <laughs> condom dick over a, a banana flavored condom dick any day. Nah. Okay. Oh, banana's like sweet. No, it's not. Bana- yeah. Artificial banana flavoring is terrible. Have you ever had it? Yeah. Like when? a Laffy Taffy or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're really passionate about this. Artificial banana flavoring is fucking hot trash, dude. You know what also is? I'll die on this hill. <laughs> grape artificial flavoring. I, I can tolerate it. Hmm. But I also like grape soda. Yeah, you would. Okay. I don't know what that means. I and neither know. do I. Um, so other things that I notice that men don't do because but do you think people don't brush their teeth because they think it's gay? Oh my god, maybe they're afraid of gagging. I mean that might be a thing. I'm sure there's some fucking country bumpkin boy who's like, I don't brush my teeth. I don't put anything in my mouth. That's gay. <laughs> but they're fucking sucking down hot dogs, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, no, going back to what I was saying though a second ago, if a girl doesn't brush her teeth before bed and I go to her place, uh-huh. I'm like kind of weirded out by it. I'm like you know, it's it's one thing if I show up, like, let's say it's like a late night rendezvous. Mm-hmm. I'm just, if if I kiss you when I get there and your mouth don't taste like the entire day, then I'm assuming you probably brushed your teeth and I'm just going to live with that. But like if I've been out like drinking, whatever, yada, 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 you go back to a girl's place, things start getting a little frisky, clothes start coming off, you make your way to the bed. You stop that? No, I don't oh. stop that. Like, you know, everything happens. But then, like, if it's at my place, even after everything happens, then I'm like, I'm going to go brush my teeth. And if someone, like, just, like, is like, I'm just going to cuddle up next to you and go to sleep. I'm like, without brushing your teeth? That's fucking weird. Oh, I must be a dirty girl. Okay, so then you're saying that you're you think guys don't brush their teeth. But you're saying you don't brush your teeth. I brush my teeth twice a night. But if I'm like. Twice a night? <laughs> you wake up at fucking 4 a.m. You're like, time to brush my teeth. Twice a day. I got you. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Um, but if I'm like, if I just fuck somebody, I'm probably not going to go do that. Unless I wash my. if Okay, this is the thing. If I care enough to go wash my face, I will brush my teeth. But if I'm that tired, I just want to pass the fuck out. I, I got to brush my teeth before bed. Mm. It's like uh, brushing my teeth before bed is like taking the tooth out, the the, the gold tooth or like p- putting my phone on the charger. It's all like it's just like part of my nightly routine. Like I have to brush my teeth. Otherwise, like when I lay in bed, it's like going to bed with your socks on. Ugh. OK, Um I'm a dirty person. Probably nobody wants to kiss me after they hear this, but sometimes I'm just too tired. And actually, you know, the thing is, so you remember Daniel, right? Yeah, Daniel. Yeah. Um. So he um, told me. I go, me, yeah, Daniel. <laughs> Daniel yes. lives in Hawaii. 
Um, so Daniel told me one time that I, they either are really close with their dentist or like their dentist is a neighbor or their neighbor's a dentist. And he asked him and he said, it's actually better for you to floss your teeth at night versus it's more beneficial. So if you're going to one or the other, floss your teeth over brushing your teeth. Yeah. I'll be honest. I don't floss my floss my teeth often enough. I floss all the time. Really? I'm really bad at flossing. Like. Like, well, it sounds like you're good uh, at flossing. No, I'm very you're doing bad. Like, I'll time. just like, I have to floss all the time. Uh, that like, I'll do. I'll just floss at work. I need to. I I I know. I mean, I I I don't. I wouldn't say I floss regularly, mm-hmm. but like, I I floss. You know, once enough. a week when you remember. Yeah. Okay, I floss morning and night. Yeah, and that's then, good. Yeah, and I try and do it after lunch, and then I. Also, like used, to, I used to like take it out with me when I go out and floss. Okay, you're fucking weird. <laughs> I just can't handle anything in my teeth. Fair enough. I also had braces as a kid. Yeah. And did you have braces as a kid? No, never. Oh, I, did you want braces as a kid? Because like all the no. kids were getting them. Nope. I kind of wanted glasses too. In the same thought, I wanted glasses, but I didn't want braces. And then I ended up getting glasses, and I was like, "This sucks." It's such only because I have I, don't, I have perfect vision, and I just have an astigmatism. Oh. And they were like, "Well, you could get glasses, or you could get contacts." And I was like, "I'll get glasses." Yeah. And so I've I, never seen you with glasses on. Because I don't really ever wear them. I just take Advil and suffer through the astigmatism. Does it hurt? Sometimes, honestly, I only really notice the astigmatism more at night, uh-huh. especially when driving. Oh. Um, which is fine. I don't really drive anymore, so. You know, um, I did not know this about you. I learned something new every day. Do you think that affects there's like you? a lot of old pictures of me from high school where I'm wearing glasses, though? Do you think that affects you at all being a photographer? No, I don't know. It's like for me, my astigmatism only like I'm looking at those lights over there and they uh-huh. kind of like streak out a little bit, you know? Oh, okay. But like I can read everything over on the wall over there. Like I have good vision. I just at night, like points of light they're kind of streaky for me okay because i have astigmatism too but Mm -hmm. i have horrible vision i'm like negative 5.25 so you doubled up yeah so like i don't know i don't know which what i see is my astigmatism or if i if it's just my bad vision i mean my vision hasn't been tested since i was 18 but last time when i was 18 so 18 years ago uh, oh i uh I had better than twenty twenty vision. So. Okay, you must have ate a lot of carrots. I get. I did actually. I love carrots. <laughs> you know what though? I don't like a cooked carrot. Just a raw oh, carrot. Oh, we've gone over this. Yeah. I like it all. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> um, but back to I. So I had braces as a kid, and I refused to eat lunch because I was so afraid of getting things in my teeth. Really? Yeah, like it was a thing. Like they thought I had an eating disorder. <laughs> something was wrong with me, and I was like, "No, I just don't want to." Like you're laughing because you're like, "Yeah, right." This bitch ever have an eating disorder? Oh. <laughs> and so it was a middle school, and like my, it was a big thing. And then I got kicked out of middle school for not eating. I got kicked out of public middle school for fighting. Dang, you a bad bitch. Uh-huh. I got okay. expelled. Okay, okay. Um. I it's so funny because like all Damn, my I didn't realize you were hard like that yeah you hard body dog <laughs> shit so I went to um private school and then when I went to private school still wouldn't eat on my lunch but they had a slushy machine and they Ooh. had ice cream like 
good frozen, like good humor ice cream. So I would just only eat the ice cream <laughs> or the slushies because I was convinced that wouldn't get my braces. I mean, I guess it wouldn't, you know. So I the then, sugar, sure, but like I had a sugar migraine and I had to go to the hospital. Oh my god! Oh my god! This is the second time I've overdosed on drugs. I mean, on food. <laughs> Wait. So I remember I was telling you guys last week I was like I ate too many chocolate cookies. Oh and- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I had a headache. Oh my. Oh. So when I <laughs> this I overdosed on chocolate, guys. So what and I also now like in retrospect somebody listening to this, I ha- I've had an eating disorder. Like I've had eating disorders. Like I've had an unhealthy relationship with food. Yeah. So when I lived in Los Angeles my last summer, I was um doing the HCG diet again. Oh, I forgot about that diet. And but like then I so then I would What is what does HCG stand for again? Human something it's basically the active hormone that's in women when they're pregnant. Oh, uh, I just thought it was like high carb something or other. No, it's basically like, yeah, it's an active hormone in you. Okay. So it's actually like a supplement of hormones is the diet. Isn't HCG like Atkins or something like that? Aren't no, they similar? Well, it's, you take a very highly non-carb, non-sugar, non-like all that um diet and then you add this hormone on it and also drastically reduce you on days my mom might have done the hc everybody's done it jasmine did it so you do 500 that's right yeah you do 500 calories a day yeah oh that's fucking miserable that's unhealthy yeah that's like starving yourself essentially but the you are essentially like here's the diet you just don't eat Well, the hormone supplements it and basically eats you, like gives you, you're eating your stored fat and like that supplements you. It's just, I never, no, I've done all these crash diets. It's horrible. So anyways, from that, I was like doing all the cheat, like the, if I wanted to cheat and eat something bad, I would do like everything that met, met its guidelines. So baker's chocolate, non-sweet, sweetened baker's chocolate has no sugar in it right because the sugar's the devil in the hcg diet okay so i literally got baking like a bo- i wanted i wanted chocolate really bad and i was like okay i'm just gonna get this baker's block of chocolate and that thing is like raw cacao cacao it's it's which is a sugar in itself right yeah and so I ate like half of the bar or something like that. And I fucking threw up. I lost my vision. I had to go home and I basically had to put myself into bed. Like I like it was almost like eating too much of a like ever have like a really strong edible and you're like, fuck, I just need to go home. Yeah. It was essentially that. <laughs> I have a funny story about that, actually. <laughs> what? So when I worked at Zappos back in Vegas we it was halloween actually okay yeah oh perfect timing um we had finished a shoot and zappos one of the departments in zappos was notorious for putting on this like really like crazy haunted house they went all out for it and so we had like a half day shoot and everyone was supposed to go to the haunted house afterwards and the model on the shoot was this big stoner his name's chris um and 
he had an edible with him. And he's like, do you want to split this chocolate edible with me? And I mean, this thing was like, I don't know, like maybe the size of like a half dollar. Like it was not a big edible. And I was like, yeah, sure. So we split this thing before lunch. We're eating lunch and like everyone's talking and it just fucking hits me like a Mack truck. And I remember just sitting there and everyone's talking about going to the haunted house. And I just turned and looked at Jasmine because this was when Jasmine worked there too. Um, this was, and and uh, she was the art director. Uh-huh. And I turned and I looked at her and I just was like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I want to go home. And she was like, okay. I was like, I'm so high. And she probably has the videos on her phone somewhere still. She's like driving home and I'm like laughing uncontrollably. And she's like, what's wrong? And I go, I feel like I'm going to pee my pants. And she's like, don't pee your pants. We had just gotten a new car. And she's like, don't pee your pants. And I'm like, I think I'm peeing my pants. I wasn't, but I thought I was. I was like, I think I peed. She's like screaming, Anthony, you better not be pissing your pants in the brand new car. (laughs) (laughs) I can so see her do that, which is even like at first she was probably being really nice to me. Like, okay. Yeah. She was like laughing as she's yelling at me, but she's like, don't fucking piss your pants in the car. And then there's like another video. She like walks down the hallway of our house. It was when we lived in that house, uh, the Vanyard house. Uh And she's like, walking down the hallway and she comes into the living room and I'm just sitting like on the couch, like melted on the couch. I still have my sunglasses on and everything in the middle of the living room. And she's, and I'm like, kind of like chuckling to myself. (laughs) And she's like, Anthony, are you okay? And I go, no, I'm so high. And I just want it to be over. (laughs) What did you do? Did you go to bed or? Yeah, I I I think I just went to sleep and woke up later and ate everything and was good. Those things just fuck you up, man. I'd never ate an edible. Like, that was the first time I'd ate an edible that small Mm -hmm. that had that much of an impact. This was, like, right. Like, you know, I mean, shit had been legalized in California for a while. But, it, you know, and this model had come from California. But I didn't realize how strong, like, the, like, medical grade, like, delicious little chocolates were. I mean, that chocolate had to have been at least, like, I mean, I ate half of it and I was flat out just dumb so at that that chocolate itself but the whole thing must have been like 100 milligrams because i must have ate like 40 to 50 milligrams because uh. i was i was so high i took edibles a couple nights this week because my back hurt i took 15 milligrams one night and 20 milligrams the next night and both nights i was like flat out dummy like i was just like an idiot i i was like it's so hard for me to know which one myself. affects me because i'll have 25s and they're nothing and then i'll have like tens and they're like fuck me up yeah i i also think that uh, maybe scientifically these recreational companies are like yeah that's like 20 milligrams but like is it you know is it because i ate like a 10 milligram and it floored me and then i ate a 20 milligram and it did nothing to me and i also don't what this is the only thing that gets me tight about those like little chocolates Who's eating? No, you're gonna take a little nibble off of this chocolate. What yeah, are you? I know like, it's it's like they're smaller than a fucking like Halloween size Snickers bar, and it's like it's a hundred milligrams. I'm like, in what fucking world is anyone eating a couple like little nibbles and being like, licking hope it? that's enough? <laughs> Portion control, man. There's one thing that gets me fucking pissed off more in life is fucking portion control and this is a, this is like the definition of you need to have better portion control that's not cool 
You're not doing right by your consumer. Maybe if you were eating edibles on the HCG diet, you wouldn't get too high. No, I'd probably die because I'm on 500 fucking calories a fucking day. Yeah, it's a little amount. You know, one minute. So the thing is, I I feel like we're getting old. Well, that's the story that's like 10 years old, but I feel like we're getting... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like such an old lady now, like doing... Like my memory of doing too high of fucking um, edibles. I have a couple, but the most recent was when I was out in Missouri last year and was it last year or the year before no it was last year because you were out there for the party too right um did i go last year or it would have been no this year okay it was the year before when i had my friend manny out there and so it was two years ago it was right before i went to japan was i living there at the time no i think you were just back you were djing we hung out there. Oh, that's no, right. That's yeah. I don't fucking know, man. They all faded in. Anyways, so I was out there. Maybe you weren't there. Sorry. I went back to see Felix for her birthday too. Anyway. I, yeah. Anyway, so um Manny was the like designer for Drake. So we go out there the first night. I convinced um Felix, like, let's drive to St. Louis and see fucking Drake perform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she gets an edible from one of the guys that hangs out with around the shop and with like the people at Dirty Disco. I don't know. And one of the bartenders and like he sells edibles, but they're like homemade. And I was like, oh, it's homemade. Like how strong could this be? So we got, I think I there were brownies. Oh, no, they were like little Reese's cups. Yeah. And um, Felix got us each one. And Felix, you know how Felix over exaggerates things? Yeah, she has a tendency. <laughs> so Felix is like, oh my God. Like, so we kept on going. She started eating more than I was, and we're driving to St. Louis. And I was like, and she's like, oh man, I'm almost done with mine. So I fucking popped the rest of mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this bitch had still like one third of her fucking shit left. <laughs> but I do drugs a lot more than her. Anyway, so like in your face, <laughs> no, but like she was as equally high as me. Yeah, I get it. And so we get to the Drake lower concert. tolerance. Yeah, we get to the Drake concert. Couldn't find in how to get in the back. So like then we're all sketched out. Then we go downstairs and we are so fucking high, and like we don't look like your your typical Drake fan that goes to those concerts. So we're in the pit. We're like, yeah. what's a typical Drake fan that goes to the concerts? There was. Like? There was like people dressed up. Like there was a very like they were there for Drake. They were there for Drake. They it was they were wearing like Degrassi t shirts. <laughs> no, like they were dressed up all the nine like fucking fancy outfits. Like they were going to church or something. They look like they should be on the cover of Hype Beast. Essentially, yes. Yeah. Um, like this one girl had a fucking. They looked like they were in the club. That's the best way to say. Okay. They looked like they were in the club. Okay. Yeah. And so like Felix and I got a little cute. Like, oh, we're going to Drake. Let's get cute. But it was also like 40 degrees. Yeah. And these girls were wearing like cocktail dresses. Cocktail dresses. And the one he had fucking open-toed shoes. Damn. And so we were super fucking high at the like sandal shoes. Not like fucking dress shoes. Yeah. 
And so we're super fucking high. And like, then this is all not making more sense to me. I was like, this is fucking crazy. <laughs> and like, there's a video of me and her. Like, we're just like, I'm trying to record it. Like, be cute. Like, I'm at fucking Drake. And it's just me and her looking at the camera. Like, it was so awkward. Looking like, at the, uh, the camera, like two zombies. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, why are you recording me? I'm really uncomfortable. I'm not like wanting to be here. <laughs> I'm not like having the time of my life at a Drake concert. So we laughed because we were just like we can't do this anymore and manny's like yeah let's go hang out i was like no bro i need to go home I, felix and i are driving back to fucking columbia right now it's a wrap <laughs> but we went and ate at the peacock cafe first in the um it's in the the ring what's the circle called the delmar loop the loop it's in the loop it was called the peacock cafe i think i don't know in my head that's what it was okay and i remember like felix and i i ordered the whole fucking menu and felix and i are just looking at each other like i am so fucking mush that i can't even say anything to you and everything else is weirding me the fuck uh, out yeah that's like how i was that time jasmine had to take me home <laughs> i was like i can't i'm i'm gonna pee my pants <laughs> But I felt like such an old lady, like, doing that. Like, why am I like this? Like, why are we so high? So, us leaving that didn't get fucking, like, t- faded, had the time of our lives at the Drake show. No, we drive back to Columbia, and I passed out on Felix. <laughs> but I would wake up anytime they played Dua Lipa song. Oh, my God. <laughs> they played it three times. <laughs> so, this couldn't have been too long ago. The, this was her second album. It was her new rules song off oh, her first excuse album. Excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dua. Yeah, not to disrespect this. her. Actually, I told you about her exciting new 2054 concert that's coming out. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I am really actually impressed with her, and I my girl's taken off. And don't forget about me. Um, <laughs> Don't you forget about me. Because, dude, she's doing something like that nobody else has done yet with her virtual concert. That's Normally, she would be the type of artist I would assume would do it after somebody else would. I would like, who came out with other big albums this year? Ariana Grande just put out one. Oh, yeah, your girl. I love her. How is it? It's good. I just it's heard really, positions. It's really horny. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 34 plus 35 that track horny as fuck okay yeah um i'll have to listen it's good i mean i love ariana so whatever but oh it's okay good. that little fucking flutter eye right there I, <laughs> whatever I, I well what it what in case ariana and dua lipa did a song together you know uh ooh, that'd be good mm. yeah we could both get behind that you know what's funny is anytime i ever post like an ariana track on my instagram story like any like if at least one, if not multiple, like of my gay friends will be like, welcome to the gay team. Because I guess the gays love Ariana. They do? Uh, yeah, apparently. Well, you know who her brother is, right? No. Her brother was on um, Big Brother. His name's Frankie. He is also a celebrity, but he also is a trained, he's off of Broadway. He used to live in New York City. Now he lives in LA. I think he's a manager too. But he was like that iconic, like, gay um character not character but like person um uh, off a of big brother that everybody like loved oh okay so. well i love her so her brother's cool i guess okay did you also know she's italian yeah okay which also kind of shakes me sometimes i'm like oh i could see it yeah you see it in her brother and you see it in her family interesting um she's just hot and i like her music honestly okay so um 
But I would not say she was the banger this summer or this year so far. Well, I mean, she put out she didn't put out an album until just now. She didn't put out anything over the summer. You know what fizzled out, and I'm really surprised. What is the Beyonce album, The Lion King remastered? Eh, I didn't. I didn't listen to it. Um, I mean, it's like that doesn't feel like an authentic Beyonce album. That feels like she remastered the Lion King, like redid the Lion King, whatever. I mean, that's cool, but it's like a cover album or like Frank Sinatra sings Christmas songs, you know, like it's. Well, I mean, she made singles off of it and the videos are actually cool. Are you a Beyonce fan? You're either one way or the other with Beyonce. I like Beyonce songs. Mm-hmm. There are Beyonce. There's a, there's a number of Beyonce songs I like, especially songs when I DJ. Mm-hmm. Um, but would I say that like I'm a f- like a big fan? Like I can't wait for her next album. No, not really. I'm hit or miss. I I personally. You were like, there's one way or the other. I'm hit or miss. Oh yeah, shit. Fuck. Always making myself a contradiction, guys. Um, I'm. Because it's really hard for me to say what I truly am. I'm I'm anti Bay. I'm anti Beyonce. Really? Mm-hmm. Damn. Well, the podcast just ended there. The Beehive's <laughs> coming for us. Um, but I recognize her as an artist. Yeah. Lemonade was a fucking amazing. I just don't. I don't find authenticity in her. If that makes sense. Yeah, I can understand that because it feels like. I mean, she started in what Destiny's Child, right? And like that is like that was like the era of like. You know, I know she's not a boy band, but like the boy band of like um, these like groups that are put together by some fucking guy from some record label. And he's like, this is how you're going to sing. This is how you're going to dance. This is how you're going to look. And then she spiraled off and did her own thing. So for me, coming from Destiny's Child, I was like, OK, so this is just like a solo manufactured project of this person from Destiny's Child. Um, but I mean, as time has gone on. I've been like, oh yeah, she's like, she's like a real artist, you know. Um, it's just, I, I don't know. I think maybe this is like the like punk rock kid or the skateboard kid or whatever in me that's like, I you know, stick my finger, middle finger up at at whatever is the uh, um, the cool thing, you know. I'm like, oh, everyone likes that. Fuck that. But like for a long time, I was just like, whatever. I don't care about Beyonce. Beyonce has a lot of good songs. So. She does. And that's where I'm at. Like, oh, fuck the world. I don't like anything that everybody else likes. I also feel that it's very manufactured, which is, I would hate to be an artist and feel that way. So I'm. Uh, that's where I get sympathetic from because she does some really awesome things. It just never, I never feel. It doesn't feel soul, that authentic to you? Yeah, it just doesn't feel like solely behind me. I think as as the years go on and like more albums come out from her, they feel more and more authentic. Like lemonade felt like a really authentic album to me. It didn't feel like overly like, um, you know, uh, entertainment industry fucking manufactured. It's because she's so private that that's why I don't feel like it. Cause it's not all out on the lines. Right. So then I don't, I don't know what she really like. I don't know what her DNA is. I mean, I like that she's private, though, because I I feel like now every artist is like, follow me on Instagram, follow me on Twitter. And like, not only am I making music that you love and music videos that you love, but also like I'm funny and I'm sharing things and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And here's a million and one selfies because I'm taking the fucking Kardashian approach to this shit. And it's just like so I actually really appreciate the fact that she is not like 
queen internet, you know, that she's like, I'm, I'm going to lay low. I'm going to do my thing. And I think that makes it more powerful when she puts out a project, especially when she puts out a, like, was it Lemonade that she did? I think she did it with another album too, where not only did she put it out, but she put it out and she put it out with a music video for every single song. And, and she did it for Lion King too. Yeah. And no one, okay. And no one knew that it was coming. It just happened. That's, and, and it took everyone by storm. That, to me, like, solidified her as an actual, like, superstar. And while I wasn't, like, a huge fan, it was like, damn, like, you really, you aren't out here having to sell yourself every fucking day. And when you put something out, the world stops and pays attention. And, like, there's not a lot of artists that can do that now. I mean, True. like, you know, a lot of artists are, like, they've, they're constantly, like, they're on the Instagram, they're on Twitter, they're on fucking, you know, um, TikTok or whatever, you know, doing like every which way to remind you like, hey, I exist and I'm putting out a project. But like Beyonce, she just puts out a project like Kendrick could drop an album tomorrow and the world would stop for it, you know, but there's not a lot of artists that have that power. And I think even though I'm not like, a, you know, I'm not part of the beehive, I'm not like a fucking super Beyonce stan that says volumes about the quality of work that she puts out too, that it's, it can make, it can make everyone stop and pay attention to it, even though she hasn't been a hot topic or a trending topic for a minute. And I also like the approach that she doesn't like constantly put out work. Like there's so many artists who are constantly releasing stuff all the fucking time that I just get lost in it. Like I love young thug, but young thug puts out so many fucking projects. I'm just like, what is going on? Drake. What was his last thing. album? That I couldn't even tell you. Young, it was like with a green. It was green something. That was good. I love Young Thug. I think he's so cool. I love Young Thug too, but it's like there's so much shit. I mean, Drake, same thing. It's like motherfucker put out an album. He's like, I'm putting out an album next month, and it's got like 35 songs on it. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? It's just too much. Back it's overkill. To Yonce, what do you think she's gonna be for Halloween? You know, she always dresses up for Halloween, right? Yeah, I don't know. I'm curious to see what a lot of Halloween looks like for the celebrity sphere this year, because it's like, what are you really doing? You know, I mean, uh, unless you're unless you're pulling a Kardashian move where you say (laughs) this is my favorite. She said Kim Kardashian says um, after asking all my friends and family to or after multiple health checks and self-quarantining for two weeks, I surprised my my closest friends and family with a trip to whatever island so we could just do whatever. And it's like, how the fuck did you surprise them and also have them quarantine for two weeks and get multiple health checks? Oh. Hey, guys, get multiple health checks. Hey, guys, stay home. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, two weeks are up. Oh, surprise. We're going to wherever the fuck they went, you know? Maybe they were they were doing it for like to all meet like a family gathering and then it was like, oh, surprise, it's here. Yeah, no. Did you see what Kanye got her, her for her birthday? No, I didn't. But I saw this photo Kanye posted of himself yesterday wearing this like blue muscle suit. He looks like the tick. <laughs> and I like quote retweeted a picture of him and I just was like, uh, Kanye going as the tick for Halloween was not on my 2020 bingo card. <laughs> um, Kanye got her a um, hologram. Oh, I did see that of her dad. Yeah. That's fucking weird. It's weird, but like imagine 
imagine? What did I mean? But was he just? Was it like? I don't understand how the hologram works. Is it like, uh, like CGI? And he's like addressing her and being like, "Happy birthday, Kim." Yeah, that's fucking weird. I wouldn't like that. Why? It'd just be weird to me. It'd be different if you like showed me old footage. Like if my if my father had passed, and it's my birthday. And you did like some sort of like multimedia thing or a hologram thing that was like highlights from him. I would love that. But if it was like a scripted thing that was like CGI done where you, he's like talking to me, it'd be like, OK, but it's not it's not him. Yeah. You know, I have to look at more because like if there was a point that the AI was so good that it would be like they what took all that like information from past footage right and basically assessed how he would act yeah i, <clears throat> I don't i don't think it's that so, advanced like, what in case you got to like show your dad like your his grandchildren no it don't work like that dude you're you're watching too many sci-fi movies <laughs> i don't like sci-fi movies well then yeah well then no. stop thinking like him. i don't know what to tell you <laughs> i doubt that i mean i'm sure there's technology like that exists but that turns it into then a holographic form that talks to you and shit i don't know mm. so back to the um, beyonce did you see the vogue photo shoot she just did no it's really fucking good the thing is she she i feel like she's been in vogue so many times well the big thing about this um article is it's paris vogue and it's Okay. Or something European, but is the youngest photographer to be on a Vogue cover. 21 years old. Oh, really? Yeah. Because she also did, I think it was American Vogue, and it was the first African-American, well, maybe they weren't African-American, the first black person to um, uh, shoot the cover of Vogue. Really? Yeah. that was. I think that was last year or the year before. I can't remember his name. I want to say it's Tyler something, but I could be wrong. So I do, I, I, I love all that. Yeah, that's sick. <clears throat> she always, <clears throat> whoever is the manager, her, whatever, if she has a team of people that have the eye. Oh, yeah, there's definitely a team behind that. I mean, I'm sure she, she provides has, a yeah. lot of input, but I'm sure a lot of people bring things to the table, which she which are then her signs brand. off on or not. Yes. Um. She always has a very detailed beautiful executed and like thinks of all those things so i do give her that too so you know maybe i need to spend the rest of 2020 becoming a beyonce fan maybe um i'm sure like any of our gay like listeners are probably cringing a lot of people love her and i'm sorry i only have one enough room for one pop diva in my life yeah it's dua it's dua yeah but i mean i'll make room i'll make room yeah uh, I feel like we were talking about something else though while while we were moving the other day, just switching in a totally different direction. I can't remember what we were talking about though. Now that we were like, oh, we should talk about this on the podcast. You know what else? Recently, someone else was telling me something we should talk about on the podcast, and I was like, that's a brilliant idea. And then I forgot. I need to start writing things down. You do. Well, we were gonna. T- I told you how. Um, I sent a new to a guy, and he said. That's a good start. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you said save that for the podcast. That's a good start. <laughs> so, um, But I don't know if I'm mad at it. If you don't mind me asking, what did the nude look like? So we were talking about he 
So before we met, he told me how he was jerking off and he made contact with a neighbor across the street. Yeah. And I was, and so like it was always a joke like, oh, that turned him on. And then we talked about how like semi-public sex turns us on. And so he that's the joke every time he tells me he's masturbating. He's like, oh, made eye contact again. And, I, and I'm always like, oh, that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> and so he was like, whatever and i was like oh and he's like our dick i was like send pictures and i oh i said um send pictures or it's not real and he's like i our dick pics good like i don't know like it's different with each girl and i was like no i'm down i'm yeah it's true some girls love a dick pic other girls they're like i don't want to see a dick like it's not cool if we go there yeah yeah but if it's not there i don't i don't want unsolicited well, I've never sent an unsolicited dick pic in my life, but I've also met girls who are just like not like into a dick pic. I think it's Soho Boy wouldn't send me a picture of his dick. Yeah, he's like, I, oh, I want to tease you. And I was, mm. I'll send a I'll send a dick pic if someone asks. But we like me and him never sexed. We like PG thirteen like Skinamax sexed. What does that mean? Like, we never, like, sent each other nudes or anything. It was just, like, sexy, like, suggestive photos. Ah, okay, I got you. It was, like, boudoir. Ah, boudoir. Or boudoir sex. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so this guy, back to fucking Astoria, um, I was like, well, let me know if you need any, like, help. Back to Astoria because he's from Astoria. Yeah, I'm back to the guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's from Astoria. I don't know if we had mentioned that yet. Well, I was trying to come up with a nickname for him mm. without his name. Okay. We're keeping anonymous here. We're calling him the Maltese Falcon. That's a lot of word for me to say. Okay, I'm over How about it. the MF? That's MF. The, mo- the motherfucker right there. <laughs> so, MF. I was like, oh, let me know if you need any help. And he's like, uh, and then he's like, I uh, I want some help, so I sent him a I sent him a sexy photo of my ass. Okay. And he said, Bare ass or underwear ass? Like it's me in the mirror walking, and I have my pants pulled down, and it's my bare ass. Okay, he took it over your shoulder. Yeah. Okay. And he said that's a nice start. Oh, all right. Okay, I get. Okay, I mean. It's weird that he said that, but I understand what he's saying more so now. When you, you didn't say. say- he, I mean, I would not have chose those words, but in my head, I'd have been like, oh, yeah, that's a nice start. Like, I see your butt, but you still got your clothes on. I know. he. I was also at work. Like, that was a fucking library uh, pick, okay, man. Okay, okay, okay. You ain't the first one to see that, boo-boo. You probably not going to be the last, unless the nail color looks drastically different. <laughs> Do you recycle nudes? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Especially, like, I'm not always feeling good. And half the time, you're sexing me at some odd time. So, yeah, I recycle Especially, nudes. like, uh, you ever, like, take a nude and you're like, damn, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I look good in this. That light was cutting just right. Mm-hmm. I got a couple of those. And it's like, if it comes down to it and I got to send a nude to someone, I'm like, hopefully you don't notice my hair is drastically shorter in this photo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, see, I, I detail I. You yeah. know who doesn't mind me to send them recycled ones? Who? bag daddy of course not no he's like who did you he always asked me too he's like send me vote videos and he's like who did you send this to who's this really for he's like who's the guy this time and so i tell him he's like i don't care as long as i get them too <laughs> hey honestly 
Neither do I. Really? I mean, like, you ask a girl to send you a nude. That nothing's. I, I shouldn't say you ask, but like, you know, I've never been like, send me a nude. But it's like, you know, you'd be like, oh, send me a picture. And when a girl's like, I don't look cute right now. I'm like, bitch, I'm not saying send me a picture from this exact second in time. Just send oh, me a picture. This is so good. Okay. I don't care. I feel like a guy's always trying to send me what he's doing. He wants me right now. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, if somehow I'm like sexting with a girl and it's like I'm at home fucking stroking it, uh-huh. for lack of a better word, you know, and she's like, send me a picture. Like, yeah, sure. I'll take a picture in the moment. I'm not going to scroll back through to find a different picture I took in the yeah. moment. But like on the flip side, like if it's one of those things like. Oh, send me a nude or something like that. Like, I got a couple that look really good. <laughs> you know, I go, I got a couple that I'm like, damn, I look good in this one, and I'm like, shoot it. So, damn, I want to know how many recycled. I wonder if Doctor ever sent me any recycled ones. Yeah, probably. I feel like a lot. I don't know. Have you ever sent a recycled nude before? Give us a call. <laughs> the phone number is three. No, the phone number is nine one seven. Three one zero five two six two. I'm so proud of you. I know. I'm I'm like four shots and a few beers and a joint in now and I still got the number. Oh, today's gonna be so much fun. It is. I'm hungry now. Can we go eat? So All we right, can let's, take the shrooms. Let's eat, let's take these shrooms and let's have a good time. I hope that everybody goes and sees the blue moon. Yeah, I yeah. I don't care if you do or not, but I hope everyone who listens to this had a great Halloween and I hope um that when you listen to this, you're in a good mood because it is election day. And if you're listening to this early in the morning and you haven't gotten out and voted yet, go fucking vote, you stupid idiot. You bum. Because if you don't vote, you don't get to complain. That's what I was always told as a kid. My parents always said, if you don't vote, you don't get to complain. And that's, that's just the general rule of thumb. Because there's nothing more annoying than someone who complains about whoever the president is who didn't go out and vote. Voting secures your right to complain. I don't want to complain. Well, no one wants... I would prefer not to complain, too, which means I would prefer that my vote is the winning vote. But regardless... So you you know how I listen to NPR. (laughs) I love how we were signing off, but here we go. Well, we can always edit. No, we don't have to edit. We're going to keep rolling. (laughs) Um... And so this whole weekend was all about um, different topics about the election. Yeah. Or like circulating ones and one during um, the American, so this American life. And it was talking about, they were talking to people about listening and um, approaches of having differences. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting because... They were talking about like either way somebody's going to be unhappy and how to get through that. And I just don't think as a society we're there anymore. Yeah, I don't. I, go on. What do you mean? I I what think do you mean? the stakes sure. are so high at this point. And there's so much emotions. I think there was a point in time that I could be like, yes, you're conservative. Cool. That's your beliefs. I think the the. The, the big thing is, and, you know, we always say we don't want to get too political on here, but I guess if there was ever a time to be a little political, now is the time. Um, my thing is that now more than ever before, not saying that it wasn't like this before, but now more than ever before, politics have um, 
co-opted onto um, civil civil rights or human rights um, movements and stuff like that, which to me, human rights the 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 thought process that everyone should be equal and treated equally no matter your skin color your sexual preference your religious preference whatever it is everyone should be treated equally and i feel like that should be a common thought but it is not and the problem is is now the way people feel have been co-opted into the way people vote and i feel like that has really fucked up politics because you know there's so much more i mean i am obviously i think if anyone who's listens to this who has listened to this podcast could discern i'm obviously very liberal um and as are you and and we've talked about it a little before but um there are certain things that I just don't think need shouldn't be part of politics because they shouldn't even be something that we have to argue, which is like, you know, like we shouldn't have to argue like black, black lives matter Mm -hmm. because like saying black lives matter doesn't mean that any other lives matter less. You know, the thought process is do all lives matter? Uh, Of course, in theory, all lives do matter, but all lives can't all matter until we acknowledge that black lives matter, you know? And, and I think this argument saying that, like, though, go on. I'm, I'm, I guess what I'm saying is the problem is, is like, that shouldn't be a political stance. That should just be something that we as people acknowledge. But the problem, I keep saying the problem is, but the problem is, is that it's now become part of politics. And so now... Whether you, you know, you might be someone who is for, like, the Second Amendment and owning guns. And you might be someone who's against guns. And you might be someone who is for um, looser taxes. And you might be someone who is for stricter taxes. And you might be someone who is for looser regulations on this and someone who's for stricter regulations on that. And all that stuff is political. And that that can drive your vote. And we can disagree on those things but still coexist. But now that things like basic human rights and stuff have been co-opted into like well the democrats are for this and the republicans are for that and if you're for a republican you're racist and if you're for a democrat you're not or whatever it might be you think that should draw the line i'm just saying that like that has really made politics a lot more difficult and especially difficult to discuss because i truly believe And I don't give a fuck who has a problem with what I'm about to say. I truly believe that if you are for Donald Trump, you don't give a fuck about equality. And you can be black and be for Donald Trump and not give a fuck about equality. You can be Hispanic or Latinx or or whatever and be for Donald Trump and not give a fuck about equality. But I truly believe that like being for that man is basically saying, like, I don't give a fuck about equality for so many reasons that I'm not going to get into here because A, I'm kind of drunk. B, I'm a little stoned. C, we're well over an hour. <laughs> but I'm just saying if if I can leave us on anything here, it's that this year more than ever, every all political shit aside. Ta- but one minute, can we just talk about the equality thing? Because I think it goes back to like this argument was saying like, is that should be the thing that 
crosses the line. Like for me, I have literally cut off my family because they do not believe in equality. But maybe, and from their perspective, they think equality exists. So that's why they don't care about it. I, I, yeah. I mean, and I think. I mean, they think it does exist, that it's not an issue. Yeah. It's, it's like people, it's always the same thing. Like everyone has the same, uh, you know, chances or opportunities. And it's like, no, they fucking don't. And the problem is, is that so many fucking white people, in myself being a white person, I feel comfortable fucking saying this. There are a lot of us who don't or can't wrap their head around the idea that we've had a leg up, that we've had a privilege, especially me as a white male. I mean, you, you're you white, but you're a female. I've had a leg up over you, and I, I, I know that, mm-hmm. and I can rationalize that, and I can... I can admit that. And and it's like, well, how do we move forward? And the way to move forward is to make sure that we have the same leg up. I don't have a leg up over you. It's that you and I have the same opportunities. And it's the same thing for black men, black women, trans men, trans women, uh, you know, people of the Latinx community, people of the Asian community, all people of color, all people of sexual orientation, religious preference should all have the exact same opportunities there shouldn't be a predisposition towards anyone because of anything that is outside of their control you know and so what i was saying is i feel like this year more than ever before like all political policies everything like that has been thrown out the window for me and it's basically which candidate and i you know what i'm gonna be honest here i think both candidates are trash but but one of them one of them is trash and one of them is a toxic waste facility, okay? And I can live with trash. I live in fucking New York City. <laughs> there is trash everywhere, all over the ground. But you know what I don't live in? I don't live in Flint, Michigan, which is where you can't even drink the tap water because the ground is so fucking Ooh, toxic. Ooh, look at that, okay. You know? And I feel like that is the difference. I'm either voting for New York or I'm voting for Flint, Michigan. You know, <laughs> no it. disrespect. If anyone here lives in Flint, Michigan, my heart goes out to you. I, I'm not trying to disrespect where you live. I'm just trying to draw a parallel here. But it, it, it's just one of those things. This is the year where it, more so than ever before, it's like, am I voting for for a hopefully hopefully what leads to a more positive future? Or am I voting for something that is going to set us back even further because it feels like we've regressed so much so on that note if you're still listening and it, i didn't get any words in and, but i mean tony you don't talk enough anyway so I, i'm just saying i i just if you're still listening and it is the morning of november 3rd when this is coming out right now and you haven't gone and voted yet please go fucking vote if you're voting for biden if you're not Voting for Biden, feel free to stay home and jerk off. I got a little fun joke to go off of that. Yeah, go for it. So close us out. <laughs> there's um so off of the Trunk campaign. Trunk campaign. <laughs> the um so there's two news articles talking about Trump's um platform. And the first one was that actually he has such a macho man personality and like kind of routed into the like 
like power and like it's you're a manly man because like you can like women want you and you can get through the coronavirus and you're fine and all this <laughs> yeah that like that's also another reason why they're attracting like so many other men from so many other minorities even though he's racist because he's doing the alpha male he's pulling for the alpha male he's pulling for the alpha male and they're talking and then i was listening to npr today and they were talking about how they has now gone over to all republicans essentially like that like you know, America is strong and proud. And like, that is this misogynist type of undertone that's in the Republican party now that to the point that there is most female political candidates are like a lot of them. You'll see like very, um, what was the one from Alaska? Remember like she was like shown carrying a gun oh, and stuff um, like that. Yeah. She was, she was running for vice president with, uh, um, Sarah Pollan. Yeah. Sarah Palin, Palin, yeah. Pollan, whatever. Um, so like uh, there's more of a trend and if you are a woman republican political figure running you trying to show your masculinity as yeah. well and well did you see the thing just like a couple of days ago maybe it was yesterday or the day before he's at like one of his rallies and he shouts out laura ingram and he's like she's wearing a mask i've never seen her wear a mask look at her trying to be politically correct and she's like a fucking republican news reporter or some bullshit and um and it's like, dude, we are like going through another surge of Corona. We just reported more coronavirus, like uh, like new coronavirus infections in one day than ever before. And it's like you're making jokes about people wearing masks, trying to be politically correct. Like, fuck out of here, dude. Like, it is just for health. We can't go against it because then he'll look like a liar. But going. But also, he got coronavirus supposedly, and it's like, shouldn't you be encouraged? Because I, if he showed any of it, it would show defeat. But I just want to fucking bash with my all head the, through a wall thinking about it. With all the toxic masculinity going around, and they're probably like all afraid of being gay. Do you think they wipe their butt? Do you think Trump supporters wipe their butt? I'm gonna go with it right now, and I'm gonna say it here. I firmly believe <laughs> that Trump supporters especially men, do not wipe their ass. <laughs> Trump supporters have stinky asses because they think wiping their ass is gay. Thanks for listening. Peace out. <laughs> Love you. Bye.